Hoppy and Lee on Listener. It's breakfast whenever you want it. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Not much. You say that like not much is going on, but it's Wagga Takes Two Weeks, so there's always stuff going that on. That is true, actually. Wagga Takes Two Weeks is very exciting. And I'm actually, like, jealous. I mean, this oh, time miss- last year. You were terrified. Oh, my God. This time you- last year. So, for context, Wagga Takes Two is this big sort of um, charity event where they get 10 local people teamed up with 10 um, talented singers and they pair them together to sing and dance on a stage. Last year I got thrown in with like five weeks notice while I was on holiday, came back and on this day last year I was about to do my very first dress rehearsal in front of people. Yeah, That went like this. There was a smoke machine on stage, I inhaled some of the smoke and then had a panic attack and an asthma attack, sort of all what rolled into one, <laughs> kept singing Shania Twain's Man, I Feel Like a Woman, left the stage, sat outside, cried to the point where I was like, I'm leaving the state and I won't be here tomorrow. And I told my partner and the four dancers that they would be just fine without me and no one would notice I was gone. Um, and then what happened? Well, then I got on stage on Thursday and then my parents were watching from Perth. So I did some more crying, but these ones were happy tears. Yeah, and you went very, you went well on Thursday and you actually thought you went well on Thursday. I think I did. To, I said I did fine on Thursday. As opposed Saturday, to, Friday, for Saturday, someone who Friday. is so self-critical, you saying you did fine is like I might as well have gotten an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an Oscar and a Tony at the same time. And yeah. then by the time you the finished Grammy. up on su- Saturday, you were like, "Oh, I want to be part of it again. I want yeah. to be part of it again." Desperate. I was. I'm desperate to be part of it again. So I'm really looking forward to this week, this year's crop, this weekend. It's going to be amazing. So that's happening uh, tonight, tomorrow, uh, tonight's dress rehearsal, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes. Uh, WoggaWoggaTakes2.com if you haven't got your tickets yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Poppy, again to catch up with the Mayor of the Juni Shire Council, Neil Smith, in just a moment's time. But first of all, we are going into a, another long weekend, Lee Ryan, and that one is, of course, in honour of Anzac Day. It is. And talk to us from Legacy, the Secretary of the Wagga Branch of Legacy, is Anthony Paul. Anthony, last time I saw you, this is not Anzac Day related, but last time I saw you, we were at the race course. We were at the races, We were yes. at a race course together. Yeah, we came second. We did come second, and I was beside myself. You would have thought we'd won by the length of the straight. We didn't, but it's fine. Next time. <laughs> Next time, Next that's time. it. Um, Anthony, talk to us, as well as racehorses, you are here to talk to us about the Dawn Service and uh, the work that Legacy does. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Dawn Service this year. Yeah, so the Dawn Service is down at the um, Cenotaph in the uh, main street of Wagga. Uh, it's at 5.30am this year. So uh, um, there'd be about two or 3,000 chairs there. So come down and join us. It's a, a beautiful morning service uh, and a great way to start the day. Last year, obviously, there were COVID restrictions <clears throat> still sort of playing a part with the Dawn service. How much are you looking forward to having, I guess, a full showing and a full Anzac Day where Wagga is out in force? Yeah, no, we, we can concentrate on the Dawn service, yeah. not so much on the restrictions. So, no, it should be great. And look, every year we're getting uh, larger numbers t- attending. I think last year there was close to 3,000 people there and it really was just a, a nice morning and hopefully the weather, weather will be good for us. It looks like it is going to be. Uh, Talk to us about the importance of the dawn service. <clears throat> yeah, look, it, it just is a way of remembering <coughs> those uh, Australians and New Zealanders um, and all the allied forces that just gave their lives so that we could have a, a, a better uh, living, living standards. Um, I mean, the First World War, Australia lost 60,000 men uh, and then... Uh, uh, at, even at Gallipoli, we lost, uh, I think, 8,700 men. And, of course, they were our young men who were going to be, uh, you know, running our farms and businesses. And uh, to lose 60,000 
in one war is just horrific. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's remembering uh, those lives that have been lost, um, remembering those people who've lost their health as a result of all the conflicts, not just uh, the First or Second World War, all the conflicts that Australia and New Zealand has been involved in. So it really is one of those times that we can just reflect and just uh, give our time and our thoughts to, uh, to the past. Talking to Anthony Paul, the Secretary of Legacy here in Wagga, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the work that Legacy do? Obviously, you guys are putting on the Dawn service, which is a power of work, but year-round, when it's not Anzac Day, you guys are working tirelessly. Can you talk to us about some of that work? Yeah, so Legacy actually celebrates 100 years next year. Wow. So uh, what happened was they, uh, when they came back from uh, World War One, they... Uh, a couple of guys said, look, we're going to form a, a, a group to look after the wives and the kids of those that uh, have died in the war, and that's how Legacy was formed. And we still look after the widows and the children of um, ex-service person, personnel, and in the Riverina, we've got 420 um, widows that we look after and, and children. Um, so we've still got a, a big job to do. Uh, we still have... Um, uh, more families coming on board um, from other conflicts um, uh, after World War One, World War Two. So, um, yeah, we do. We just we look after the widows and children. We raise funds to uh, support them with whether it's education, whether it be their welfare, um, just their general well-being. For people who want to support Legacy, how can they do that? Yeah, there's um, there is the portal, the Legacy portal. They can donate uh, through that. Uh, we have Legacy Week, which is in September, and we've been a bit confined with that the last couple of years because of COVID. So hopefully this year we'll have a bigger and better Legacy Week uh, where you can buy badges, bears, um, but you can go to the Legacy portal and you can donate through that. Pleasure to catch up. Anthony Paul from Legacy. And, of course, if you can't make it to the Anzac Day commemorations in Wagga, you can listen on Listener. Uh, yep. Triple M Riverine are going to be streaming the uh, dawn service as well as the march, which yeah. is happening from 10.30. Yeah, you can also listen to it on 11.50 to Triple M on the long weekend on the Monday morning. Very excited about that. Yeah, Bobby, um, great to catch up with this bloke. We uh, chat with him fairly regularly as one of our mayors. Uh, yeah, Neil we Smith, do. Mayor of the June Shire is joining us. Uh, Neil, a lot going on in your community. I'd like to start mm-hmm. with something I know is very close to your heart, and that's the Disability Action Plan. Can you tell us a bit about this? Yes, we're freshening up our Disability uh, Action Plan uh, and we've got some uh, consultations or we're providing an opportunity for people to come into the council offices um, uh, between, uh, uh, sorry, at 9 o'clock and 4 o'clock on Friday. So if you want to uh, have some input, certainly you can provide input via email or, you know, uh, a letter or anything like that. Uh, there's, the action plan is on available on council's website. But, you know, if you, if you want to uh, have a one-on-one with staff, certainly come in um at nine o'clock or four o'clock on Friday, this coming Friday the 29th. So, so that's that one. Um, we were going to have a bit of a yarn about some of the school holiday activities too, weren't we, guys? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a very, very busy time. I know that um, all the, well, all the kids around the region are on school holidays, and Lee's kids need things to do because he banned one of them <laughs> from technology, which his wife is thrilled about. Um, so, what have you got that doesn't involve technology that the kids can get involved in? Well, it was a busy week uh, last week down at the Recreation Aquatic Centre and uh, we also had a skateboard workshop. You know, we had uh, 24 kids last week at the skateboard workshop. We had about 170 kids at the Fun Factory down at the Recreation Aquatic Centre. Um, this week, um, we've got a lot going on, uh, particularly down at the library. So um, on the 20th 
you can go down and have slime time. Now, I'm not sure what slime time involves, but at 10 o'clock in the morning on the 20th, you can have slime time. Sounds nice and clean and tidy, doesn't it? Something that you would want to be doing outside of your own home and in someone else's. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, And if you miss out, you can duck down on the 22nd, the same time, 10 o'clock for slime time. In between that, on the 21st, there's yarn balls again at 10 o'clock. And on the afternoon of the 22nd, uh, we've got a movie going on down there. Now, I'm not sure what the movie is, but anyway, at one o'clock in the afternoon, a movie at the library. Fabulous. Um, Yeah, so I think that's about it for school holiday activities. I've got a whole list of things here that are... are, um, What else did I see? There was something else at the library. Oh, this is a great one to be um, aware of. There's a program called the... Dolly Parton Imagination Library Program. Now, apparently Dolly Parton's donated money to this cause. And if you register uh, with our library, any child that's born into 2022 uh, will be posted a book every month until they turn five. That's awesome. So the idea wow. is... Uh, yeah, the idea is to, um, you know, get improve kids' literacy. And so... So they'll get a, an age-appropriate and cultu- culturally sensitive book um, if they register. Now, you can register either at the, these um, places, at the hospital, maternity unit, uh, child and family health nurse, or at our local library. So I'd, I'd encourage parents of any kids between, well, any kids that are born this year to register for that. That's just a marvellous thing. Catching up um, with uh, Neil Smith this morning, Mayor of Juneshire. Uh, Neil, while we've got you and talking about uh, support for young people, uh, apprenticeship scholarships uh, applications are now open as well. Can you talk to us about these? Um, council's been involved for some time in in promoting uh, kids to um, get a. Let me see. We we partnered with our that local high school, so um, we we last year. Um, promoted some school-based trainee placements and cadetships. And so we've got a couple of kids that uh, have uh, been put uh, on board and, and also then successfully got a uh, on Australia Day this year a youth and focus scholarship from the, the local correctional centre, or GEO, I should say. So we've got a, a, a young lady who's uh, in the finance area and then a, a young uh, chap who's, who's uh, an engineering cadet. The other thing that we've been doing over the years is... Um, engaging in some other things such as, uh, I've got some words here, but it's basically some hospitality training for year nine and ten kids uh, and we've had a number of uh, kids come through that program. So so we're continuing to you know place kids in areas within council wherever we can, either to give them some work experience, uh, which sets them up beautifully when they do uh, leave school to enter the workforce. Absolutely. So that's what we've got going at the moment there. And um, just speaking of great programs that you guys are very much a part of, I know that this is sort of predominantly a, um, a Murrumbidgee Primary Health Network event and, and an MLHD event, but I know you guys are right behind this. There's some free health and wellbeing series that's being run um, around the region, but it's there's a few events happening in June and they're free. Yeah, that's right. So right through the month of May uh, at the Junies Ex Services Club, uh, we've got uh, these being run, as you said, by uh, Murrumbidgee Local Health and partnering with Murrumbidgee Primary Health Network. So Monday the 2nd, these sessions are all between 1 and 3 in the afternoon. So Monday the 2nd, there's a 
men's health program on Monday the 9th. It's women's health and perinatal mental, mental health. Uh, Monday the 16th, it's youth, child and adolescent mental health and diabetes education. And then the 23rd final one is integrated care and aged care. So I encourage people to, to get onto that and probably seek out uh, registration details from Murrumbidgee Local Health since uh, they're running it. Um, something else that people might be interested in uh, during the school holidays and then ongoing, Council's trialling some movies at its Athenium Theatre, so we're doing it over the next three months to see whether there's interest in a, a regular movie. And the first one is on Friday, this Friday, the 29th at 6.30pm. The movie is Sing 2. Well, Lee's so, a big fan of the Sing movies. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Speaking his language, so, Neil. I actually <laughs> saw it for the first time the other day, Neil, and it was outstanding. And um, Bono is from U2 is the voice of yeah. one of the animals. And, uh, yeah, just It's a star-studded cast, but you'd never know it because they're all animated characters. Yeah. That's my yeah. favourite thing. And actually, I think my favourite thing is it's got Narendra's own Matthew McConaughey in it. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, well, you need an Australian connection when you're playing a koala. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I just think it's ridiculous that the koala isn't like, I don't know, a Hemsworth. No. Or a, it should be Kylie Minogue. Is Kylie in it? No, Kylie's not in it. Tell you what, that's the one thing that sings missing. Tori Kelly's in it. She's great. Her voice is outstanding. She's a singer and her voice is outstanding. We don't play a lot of Tori Kelly on the Triple M network. Scarlett Johansson's in it. She's hot. What animal does she play? Porcupine. What? Yeah. Surely you make her something more like seductive. No, you don't have to. That's a beautiful thing about uh, about voiceover just work, Poppy, think, is it's just the voice. I'm just trying to think, like, what would be a seductive animal that you could make, Scully or Hanson? <laughs> like a big good. cat or something, like a panther. Or, like pa- Yeah, maybe a panther. A panther? Well, yeah, they're kind of like, I don't know, they sneaky and they slink around. She's done that in Black Widow. Yeah, exactly. See what I mean? Yeah. There, there's think, the connection. That's yeah, called being typecast. <laughs> <laughs> what typecast is animal? <laughs> <laughs> Neil Smith, Mayor of Juni. Thank you so much for your we're time today. <laughs> we've absolutely lost the plot. We're out here. That's it. We're done. Calling it. We're done. My voice is just about given up today. We'll catch up with you tomorrow from 6 Triple M Riverina or anytime right here on this night. Uh, see ya. Poppy and Lee. Weekdays from 6 on the Riverina's Triple M. And whenever you want them on Listener.